If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> special episode of Between the Lines, a sports gambling podcast. So in this episode, it's me, myself, Connor, and as always, I'm here with Aiden. And we're going to be previewing the World Series matchup starting Tuesday nights. And I believe it's 8 o'clock. It's the first game between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays. So Aiden, we're going to have a great series here. What are we thinking? I'm really excited, man. I think this is going to be – I think this would is going to be a better series than if it was Dodgers race, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. It was, if it was Dodgers – wait, if it was Dodgers Astros? Dodgers or... Braves. Oh, excuse me. Braves. Oh, Dodgers Braves. 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 Sorry, excuse me. Braves race. Oh, yeah. Like, and they will be – like, kind of likes this too. Sure, they would have loved to have – um, Dodgers Astros, so yeah. like a 2017 re- rematch, so that the Dodgers can try and get try and get revenge for the cheating tour the Astros went through in 2017. But I mean, it's it's still going to be a great series, um, Dodgers Rays. So um, what we're going to be talking about in this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the future bets um, with the World Series. So that involves picking who's going to win the series outright, um, who's going to win MVP, um, and various other things. So, without further ado, let's get into it. So, the series line um, for, to pick the winner for the World Series um, between the Dodgers and the Rays. So, the Dodgers right now are minus 210 to win the World Series, while the Rays are just plus 165. So, that means if you put $210 in the Dodgers, you get a $100 return. However, if you were to put $100 in the Rays, you would get $165 uh, return or profit, I should say. Um, Dodgers are heavily favored here. Um, not, I got, I got to say, I'm not surprised. I'm really not. Dodgers are, um, they're obviously a public favorite. Them, the Yankees, pretty much every year um, are public favorites, so they get a lot of the bets. So um, sports books have have to hedge a little bit, so they they give you crappier odds um, for those teams that everybody bets on. It's like Tiger Woods and golf. Everybody wants to bet on Tiger Woods and golf because it's Tiger Woods. Um, and so like the, and the Patriots are another example in the NFL, and the Chiefs um, are like are examples of public favorites in in the NFL. But um, yeah, so who do you like in this series? I'm I'm torn here. I'm I'm leaning Dodgers. Um, I do. I am sitting on a, a future bet for the Dodgers to win it all. I, I believe at 260, which I got when they were down. I believe two to one or two zero against the Braves last series. So clearly that ticket didn't change that much, which I'm. Which I'm kind of surprised that I thought it would be a little bit closer. I was thinking the I was thinking the Dodgers were going to be around like plus two hundred, plus two two twenty favorites. But um, I'm leaning Dodgers in this one. What about you? First, we're going to start this this pot off right. I, my play, I'm taking Rays to win the 2020 World Series. We're going to lock that in, and we got the soundboard back. The yes chant. Here we go. All right. All right. Rays plus 165 to win the series. Um, my opinion, and generally throughout the history of baseball, pitching wins championships. And the Rays, if you were to look at every aspect of this matchup between these two teams, um, clearly, I mean, this is no, no debate. The Dodgers have the better hitting. They have the better lineup through and through. They are absolutely stacked. 
However, the Rays definitely have the better pitching. Um, I guess it's a little bit more debatable, but most people would agree the Rays have the better starting pitching lineup. Um, They have Tyler Glass now. They have Blake Snell. They have Charlie Morton. um, And an absolutely dynamic bullpen, some of the best relievers in baseball. While the Dodgers, of course, are no slouches. They have Clayton Kershaw, who, yes, he's – he struggles in the postseason. He historically has, um, but he's a future Hall of Famer. He's a great pitcher. Everyone knows that. Um, it's just the big monkey on his back has been winning the World Series and pitching in the postseason. And they also have Walker Bueller, who's who is one of the best pitchers in baseball and is definitely the best pitchers pitcher on this Dodgers team. Also a great bullpen for the Dodgers, but I'm t- I think the Rays the pitching is really going to lead the way. Um, but that's why there's too much value not to take here for me. So I'm just taking the race. Yeah, plus I mean, I don't hate it. If, if, like I said, I'm probably just going to ride out that, that Dodgers ticket. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's going to be going six, six, six or seven games for sure. Um, three of the last four world series oh, games yeah, no have gone to seven games. Um, and it seems like this one's pretty much primed to follow suit for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The only world series the last four years that hasn't gone to seven games was the Red Sox when they beat the Dodgers. Yeah. yeah four to right? one in 2017. Yeah. You know, four to one, 2017, uh, 2018, sorry, 2018. Um, yeah. Um, I think the Rays are going to duke this one out in seven that the pitching, the starting pitching and the bullpen is it's just too dynamic for me to ignore. I, I understand how good the lineup is for the, for the Dodgers, but, I'm taking the pitching all the way here. I'm taking the value. Take the so race. So just something to look at, though, that when I was looking at some stuff today, actually, was – so the Braves – I mean, excuse me, the Dodgers are, I believe, are minus 170 tomorrow. Yeah, I have them um, – yeah, about – I have them minus 166. Okay, so it's – which is kind of surprising that they're starting with Kershaw. But one little tidbit that I saw today when I was looking up some stuff is that um, – when Laz Diaz is behind the plate as an umpire this year, MOB favorites are 12 and 0, which is a little, that's a pretty Whoa. telling stat. I mean, that's more than just a handful of games there. So I love, love, love the umpire angles. I didn't, I honestly didn't look too much into him. I probably should have, but that's a good stat right there. 12 and 0 for the favorites. Yeah. So, I mean, Holy so crap. you're kind of going up with, you either are back in the, the umpire angle there, or you're back, you're trying to fade Kershaw, playoff Kershaw. So it's a tough one, but. That's something to think about when you're betting this first game. That's interesting because um, just from game one, I mean, t- game one to preview it a little bit, um, Tyler Glass now is, is the starting pitcher for the Rays, um, and the Dodgers is going to be Clayton Kershaw, like you said. It's Rays are plus one, 144 in the money line. Dodgers are minus 166, pretty heavy favorites for a World Series game. And I, I'm so torn. I'm, may, I'll think about it while we're recording if I'm going to take the Rays plus 144 tomorrow because it's, it's I get it's the favorites thing. Um, that's a really good stat. He brought up at the umpire. Was it Laz Diaz? What's his name? Something Laz Diaz. L A Z. Laz Diaz. Laz Diaz. Oh, that's, that's hard to ignore. But there's so much value in taking the Rays tomorrow with Glasnow. Also, ball. something else to consider. And, obviously, for people that don't know, this is being played in the new ballpark, and I believe it's Arlington. This is going to be the Texas Rangers Stadium. Um, yep. And a lot of people were speculating at first when this was built about how deep the outfield was and that it was going to be kind of a pitcher's ballpark. But um, as people saw, the Dodgers were actually kind of have an advantage here in that they've been playing in that um, stadium against the Braves for, was that, over a week now? Um, in seven yeah, games. Seven so games. The, the actually, the ballpark actually, a lot of people are now saying that it may not be a pitcher's ballpark and that there's 25 home runs hit 
between the Braves and the Dodgers in those seven games. That's a lot of home runs over seven games. That is a lot of home so runs. So that, that's something also to consider if you're looking at any over totals or um, some of these early games in terms of runs. Interesting. Interesting. So, the, yeah, the, so, yeah, let's just go a little bit more into game one. Um, the over-under is set at eight, um, eight flat um, for tomorrow. I'm looking at FanDuel right now. It's, it just got down to seven and a half. Ooh, it went down. I, I put these. I wrote down all these odds like probably a couple hours ago, and it was at eight. So it is going down a little bit. So that, that wow. makes me. I'm I'm eyeing mm. that over. I will again. We'll tweet it out if anything is official. But I'm eyeing that over in the first game. I was I was eyeing the over runners at at eight. Now it's at seven and a half. It's even more tempting. Yeah, minus not over gonna, seven not and a half not minus like one oh six. So pretty not too bad of odds. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um. I'm not, I'm gonna think I'm gonna keep thinking about the Rays taking the Rays tomorrow. Um, if I'll, I'll probably say something at the end of this podcast if I take them. But um, anyway, moving a little bit back from Game One, let's move back to the series as a whole. Um, so this is also an interesting, um, interesting um, bet to do. It's a series spread. Is um, the Rays and Dodgers? So the Dodgers for the series are minus one and a half games. So the Dodgers win. For, if the Dodgers uh, win four games and well, they win the series, and the Rays win no more than two, you win. And so that's minus one and a half, and the Rays are plus one and a half um, for the series. What do you think here? You, you were talking about how the series. Is, I, I think um, it's almost guaranteed to go to six seven. and seven. So, I, I, me personally, I would stay away from one of those teams winning more than two games. But I don't know. I mean, I guess if you if the odds are good enough and you feel confident in one or the other then there could be some value there. But again, with just the fact that three out of the last four have gone seven, I, I think this is going to be a great matchup, and I'd, I'd stay away from that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking it again. I'm taking the Rays to win the series, so I'm not going to take the Rays plus one and a half. But I definitely – I mean, this is a six or seven series game. There, there's no doubt in my mind it's going to be six or seven games. I don't think the Dodgers are, are going to sweep or go up 4-1 or 4-2, uh, win 4-1, 4-2. If they win, it's going to be – a grind. It's gonna be a six, seven game series. So I mean, I'll stay. I'm staying away. Um, I'll, I'll stick with my Rays pick to win the win the World Series. Um, but yeah, I'm staying away. Um, all right. So this is where it gets interesting. So we're looking at um, the MVP odds, the World Series MVP odds. So who's gonna win the MVP in the World Series? Um, so just to give you a couple names off the top of the list, um, the the four favorites here. Um, the top two who are tied for um, the, the worst odds, I should say, are they're tied for pl- plus 800, so the most likely to win the MVP, are Cody Bellinger and Corey Seager. They're both plus 800. Do you see any value in either of those names or, or no? I, I don't personally. I, I, was, I, don't, I don't love the Corey Seager pick. I think that he just had a great series. Obviously, for those that watched, he won the NLCS MVP. I believe he had 11 RBIs and five home runs, which is crazy. Um, but if you look a little deeper into it, he didn't, yep. he didn't, he didn't hit that well. I obviously, that's hard to say that against when he had five home runs and 11 RBIs, but he hasn't been that consistent of a hitter. Um, I just don't love that value at plus 800. Um, one that I, I, I did look at Bellinger just a little bit again, I don't love the value, but he was the 2019 NL MVP. Um, he has big, he had a big Homer and last game to propel them to the win. Maybe that, maybe that helps him out a little bit, gives him a little bit more confidence. Um, he's also been there before, but I, I, I don't see too much value in either of those guys, to be honest. 
Yeah, so let me let me give you some stats on uh, on Cody Bellinger. Um, so he's been in the World Series twice. Okay, so he played in the World Series in 2017. He was he's been in Dodgers his whole career, but he's been he played in the 2017 World Series against the Astros. His stats from the 2017 World Series: he batted 143 and he had 28 at bats in the World Series. 143 batting average, four only four hits, one home run, five RBIs. So he batted 143 in 2017 against the Astros, and in 2018 in the World Series when the Red Sox won 4-1, he was one for 16. One for 16. He had one hit in the entire series. Yeah. That's a .063 batting average. Um, however, and like you mentioned, he did win, um, bringing it back more recently, he did win, of course, the MVP in 2019. But this year, he was, he was not – he had definitely a hangover year for him. I know it's a shortened season and whatnot, but he only batted two thirty nine with 12 home runs and 30 RBIs, and he struggled a bit in the postseason. He's not really played all that well. Sure, he had that, that huge solo shot that – that gave the, uh, the Dodgers a win in game seven um, on Sunday night, which was awesome, by the way. He pimped yeah. the living hell out of it. That was sick. That was a big home run. See, that was sick. Do you see he, he popped his shoulder yeah. out too after <laughs> um, celebrating? That was insane. That was also something I was considering. Uh, if he's at 100%, I, obviously I know that he popped it back in, and but you never know with shoulder in terms of hitting in baseball. So, Dude, you know what's also interesting? So he's dislocated his shoulder on the field before. So he did it last year. I'm pretty sure he did it last year. It was either 2019 or 2018. He was playing first base, and he was diving for a ground ball. And his, the same shoulder dislocated, the right shoulder dislocated. Interesting. And he got, got it popped back in, came back in the game just like he did yesterday. And his next at bat, he, got a, he, got, he hit a line shot doubled on the right field line. I've never seen that on, on social media, which is, I thought was really interesting. I'm like, how do you just pop your shoulder back in? You must be used go, to it like, by now. Rip a double. Yeah, it's insane. But I, I don't see any value here either. I agree with you. A plus 800. I just I, – I can't back I can't back Bellinger here. There's not enough value. And historically, I haven't seen performance in the World Series. And he's struggled a bit in the postseason. So I, I don't like it at all. I agree. And also just something to consider. Obviously, when you're doing these World Series bets, um, I like to spread it out a little bit. Like So even if I think the Dodgers are going to win, I, I also like putting some stuff on the Rays players as well just to kind of hedge and – Something to be rooting for. Yeah, I mean the same. Like I like I was saying before, I I um I'm on the race to win the the series, but I have a couple of picks. Um, one or two picks. I want. Well, I have a couple of picks that I think are just going to win MVP that I'm going to make official. Um, one of them is a Dodger. Like you just just spread the wealth a little bit. So just it's kind of like it's almost like a hedge, you know, because if you, if you like if if I'm picking the race in the World Series, picking like one or two Dodgers to when the MVP, if that hits, then that more than covers. Especially with the, the better odds. Exactly. Yeah. Especially with the better odds. Um, but just a more general question with the MVP, uh, before we start diving more into these names like Mookie or Clayton and Clayton Kershaw, do you think a pitcher is going to win or a hitter is going to win? If I had to guess, I'm, I would say a position player um, just because more of it. I, I know that pitchers have a huge impact on the game, obviously, but I think that a, a player has more of an opportunity to take advantage. Like, I mean, I believe in 2018 when the Red Sox won, it, the, I don't think a lot of people will remember this, but the MVP who happened to be Steve Pierce, who like was a no name right off that yeah. the Red Sox signed that I believe the trade deadline. And just, he had about six home runs in that world series. He was just a monster. So I, I think that it's just easier for a player position to win, but I do have a couple of plays that involve pitchers. So I'm not fully against it, but I, I'm, I lean towards, a position player for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens. Uh, you get like no names to win the MVP. So like, look back when the Yankees won the um, won the World Series an eternity ago, back in two thousand nine. But most people don't know Hideki Matsui. If you remember him, he was the MVP of that series. He went in. He went ham that series. I want to say he batted around five hundred, yeah, maybe exactly. even higher than that in the entire series. He went off. So like, you, sometimes you can get some of these like value plays, or I guess for lack of a better term, long shots. anything could happen at the end of the day so um and also i bring up last year in the world series steven strasburg won the mvp pitcher for the for the nationals now it wasn't juan soto it wasn't anthony rendon it was steven strasburg or it wasn't max scherzer steven strasburg which is interesting so i don't hate honestly i don't especially with these teams both of these teams have especially with these teams especially with these teams so like if you if you think the rays are going to win the series i mean there's the only, in my opinion, the only people you should take is Randy Rosarena, who's plus one thousand to win MVP, or a pitcher. You take like Tyler Glass now, maybe Blake Snell. Um, I, I mean, or, or I guess you could take Charlie Morton too, but Charlie Morton probably won't start until uh, Game Three because he pitched Game Seven the other night. Um, the, game Seven the other night against the Astros, so he probably won't be ready until Wednesday or Thursday, which equates yep. to Game Two or Game Three. So you got to keep that in mind also if you're going to pick a pitcher. They can't be like the usually the number three starter, number four starter because, you know, they have to pitch. So, all right, um, moving on. So we also have uh, – we, we talked about Bellinger. I got a play for you right off the bat. Um, Mookie Betts. What do you got? Lock it in. MVP at plus 900. Yep. Lock it in at plus 900. Oh, this thing. All right, hold on. Let me soundboard. I forgot about that. So – in looking okay. at Mookie, obviously, for people that follow him, obviously he's a stud, one of the best players in baseball, but he hasn't performed too great in the postseason. Um, I believe his career batting average in the postseason is around 240 or so. Um, and he, But he seems to be getting hot at the right time. He's got five hits over his last three games. Um, he seemed to be really getting down to the Braves pitcher at the end of that series. And one key thing here to remember is that he played in the ALE, so he's seen these pitchers before. He's he's faced Glass now. He's faced Snell. He's faced Morton. Um, so I think that exposure to the Rays pitching is going to be key. Um, he's faced Glass now. Now I believe nine at bats, and he's a career three thirty three hitter um, with a couple doubles off him. He's faced Snell twenty three at bats. He's got a homer and only two strikeouts against him, along with two doubles. And he's a three hundred average hitter against Morton in twenty at bats. So. Unlike most of these Dodgers players, none of them have really seen these Rays pitchers before, whereas he's had a ton of exposure. Um, I also like the impact that he can have on defense. Uh, I mean, he robbed about – I think he robbed two home runs in that Braves series. I mean, that, that yeah. stuff matters, especially in terms of saving games and, and MVP voting. So I think that's a pretty good value at plus 900. I'm, I'm locking in Mookie there. Hmm. He's on the. I'm on the fence about him. I am on the fence. You know what? Screw it. I'll take him too. We'll lock that into Mookie plus nine hundred to win MVP. We'll make that a double play. I'll just yes, yes, yes. I'm not gonna get soundboard again here, but um, okay. Also, I want one thing I want to bring up too is um, we're doing these plays. Um, so one question that might come up is like, how much do you do you put on a future, especially if it's um, like you know, like plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred, or plus thousands of odds? Is I mean. It, it depends. So usually, for, so for me, for example, for the race to win the series, I'm going to put one unit on. So just to avoid the like gambling jargon, that's it's I'm going to put 
the amount of money that I usually play on every play on the race. So like for me, it's one unit is like about $10 or so. I'm going to put that on the race to win the world series. So for some of these higher name um, MVP odds, so like Bellinger, Seager, Kershaw, probably put a unit on or even half a unit. I think what you put what, like half a unit on Aiden, on Mookie. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably put half a unit. Um, Yeah. No, actually for the the top, the bigger names I'm going to take, I'm going to put a unit on and I have one longer shot that I'm going to put like a a little, like a sprinkle it a little bit. So I'll put, I'm going to put um, one unit on Mookie. And also for these plays, um, if we ever, if we have another double play, um, double podcast play for a pick, um, we'll make it, it make a one play like on a action network or on our, our record so that, you know, we don't get two wins if Mookie actually wins yep. the MVP, you know? So, so that's a play for both of us though. Mookie, I, I, I think Mookie could do it. They brought us some really good stats. There were good points. I didn't, Honestly, they didn't really consider that. He played, you know, he was just in the Red Sox. That seems it like does. a long yeah. time ago he was on the Red Sox. So, yeah, you've seen these guys playing the AL East. I'll take, I'll take Mookie. I, I like that. I think he's, he's got a good shot. Um, but, okay. I don't think I have any more stats on Mookie. But, all right, let's move on to – oh, let's talk about Kershaw real quick. So, Kershaw is tied with Mookie at plus 900 um, to win the MVP of the World Series. And – for the life of me, I cannot figure out why. I, I, I just – I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I understand Clint Kershaw is a big-name pitcher, going to be a Hall of Famer, is, obviously is a, a fantastic pitcher. But to win the World Series MVP when he has a history of just not performing to his standards in the postseason, I, I just – I know, man. I agree. I, I don't get it. I, I, it I seems just like everybody it. just keeps hoping and hoping and hoping that it happens. I mean, I hope it does too. I don't mind the guy. I think he's a good guy. But it's yeah, I like it until he proves otherwise. I, I can't back that. Now, now in his defense, that being said, this season he—I know again, it's a shortened season with sixty games, but he pitched very well this season. He had ten starts and he had a two point one six ERA for the regular season. However, like we've been pointing out, he struggled in the postseason. And this this season, he's not done that well. This postseason, he's not done that well either. So he's had. What I've written down here. One, two, three. Is that right? Yeah, he has had three outings in the postseason. So he was supposed to have two against the Braves, but remember he got scratched in game two because of back spasms. So he's had three appearances in the postseason. So against Milwaukee in the wild card round, he was dominant. He had a great, great outing. Um, eight innings pitched, believe no earned runs, uh, shut out, only three hits. Um, he also pitched against the Padres in the NLDS. Six innings pitched, three earned runs, pretty solid outing. Um, and in the NLCS versus the Braves, he had five innings pitched and four end runs and one home run in that outing. So, and, and in the World Series, um, in his career, in his career in the World Series, he's pitched 26 innings and he has a 5.4 ERA. And remember, he pitched in the World Series in 2017 against the Astros. Um, and again, like, I'm, I'm not taking as much value in, in those statistics because we know the Astros were cheated in 2017. They knew the signs for probably every game. So I'm not going to put too much stock in that. But in 2018, when he faced the Red Sox, he got yeah. rocked. I'm sure you remember that. He had, he had two starts against the Red Sox. First outing, um, the numbers I've written down, his first outing, seven innings pitched, four and runs. That's not terrible, but not, not Clint Kershaw standards. And in the second outing, he had four innings pitched, seven hits, five earned runs. So not just not great numbers by Clint Kershaw Sanders and certainly not to win the MVP of the World Series. So 
in my opinion, unless he just goes out and just dominates, this is the only way I could see him winning. He goes out in game. He goes on game one. He dominates the Rays lineup. He goes out and pitches in whatever the next game would be, game five or game six that he can pitch, dominates, and then he comes in and shuts the door in like yeah, game seven, like something like that is the I only way I could see him winning the World Series, a World Series MVP. So, I mean, in my opinion, and and yours too, Kershaw. I just yeah, I don't that's a stay that. away from me for sure. Um, but yeah, totally stay away, totally stay away. Um. But moving on to a couple of other big names. So this is my boy right here. This is my boy, Randy Arozarena. I mean, w- what can you say about the guy? The guy has been absolutely unfreaking believable in this postseason. This guy has been dominant. And just to fill everybody in, if you don't know, he's a he's technically still a rookie. So he played in. So he first of all, he was on the Cardinals last year. Um, he came up in the Cardinals system if I'm not mistaken, in 2018, but he didn't play in the major leagues. I'm pretty sure the first time he came up was in September of last year, in 2019. He was actually on the postseason roster for the Cardinals last year, believe it or not. He didn't really play much. He only had a couple at-bats. He wasn't a starter, um, but he didn't play much, and he got traded to the Rays, and the Rays are have been just notorious for just ripping Big teams time. off in trades. Um, they got Randy. They got Randy Rosarena, Rosarena in a trade uh, with the Cardinals, and I mean, like obviously, right now it's it's probably too soon to tell. Maybe it's not, but the Rays absolutely just destroyed him in this trade. So the Cardinals, from what I written down, the Cardinals in this trade back in January of this year, they received a, a prospect, a left-handed pitcher prospect, Matthew Liberatore, um, a Rays draft pick, and then a catching prospect from the minors. So the Rays got Jose Martinez from who from the Cardinals, who's actually traded to the Cubs this year um, from the Rays, and Randy Rosarena and another draft pick. So Randy Rosarena, I mean, what can you say about the guy? Um, so without further ado, we're locking in Randy Rosarena plus 1,000 to win World Series MVP. Lock it in. I like that. I mean, I, like you said, uh, how can you not with how he's been? Pretty safe bet, um, especially with for the Rays. Uh, I, I like that pick a lot. I was eyeing it myself. I don't. I don't. I'm not positive I'm going to take it, but I was definitely eyeing it for sure. Dude, just just listen to these stats for the 2020 postseason. He's bad. He's at 55 at bats. Okay, he has a 382 batting average, seven home runs, ten ribbies, in wow. 14 games. He's seven dingers in 14 games. So just to put that into perspective, um, the Rays lineup is is not that good um, overall. They're, they're not; they haven't been that good all year. They're pretty middle of the ground team in terms of hitting. Their pitching is what obviously propels them. But Randy Rosarena has just has been on another level. So just to give you a little bit of perspective, so the Rays this postseason have scored fifty seven total runs. Randy Rosarena has scored fourteen of them himself, which is comes out to about twenty five percent. The Rays have fifty six RBIs in the postseason. And Randy Rosarena has 10 of them himself. That's 18%. Randy Rosarena has seven home runs in the postseason, as I mentioned. The Rays have 24. So Randy Rosarena has hit about 30% of those home runs for the, for the t- whole team. And finally, he has about 23% of the total team's hits in the postseason. So he's got 21 hits. So he's, he's going off. So I'm taking the hot hand here. Randy Rosarena, even if it's plus 1,000, he's like one of the favorites, sure. There's absolutely value there. I'm putting a unit on Randy Rosarena to win. 
He's the only hitter in that lineup I would take um, to win. Well, I have a long shot in them too, but <laughs> um, Randy Rosarino plus like 1,000. I like it a lot. The MVP. Um, so another play that I'm going to be putting in, it's actually, I got two, two more that I'm backing in terms of pitchers. I like Charlie Morton at plus 2,000. I know you spoke about, a hit, about him being really? possibly a, a third starter. I believe it is. I think they already announced that it's going to be Glass now, then um, Snell, and then him. But, uh, yeah, I like – I think that he's been there before. Um, he's, he's a big-time pitcher. Um, with Obviously, with, the, with his time with the Astros, he's been in the World Series a few times. Um, but he's been hot in the postseason, man. He might even be – might be their most consistent pitcher in the postseason. I know Glass now gets a lot of the recognition, but uh, he's, he's only allowed one earned run over the past 15 in the third innings. Um, he's only allowed four walks. Yeah. I think that's a pretty strong value there with at plus 2000. Um, I could also see him being used in a variety of roles. I believe he once was a bullpen guy. Am, am I mistaken with that when he was with the Astros to start? Uh, I think he was, but he, he yeah. transitioned so, into a starting pitcher. Yeah, so I, I, pretty well he, in the I could see him being used in a variety of roles within that within the Rays. I think you could see him maybe even like a game six or seven you being used as a, as an opener as the as the Rays kind of love to do that. Um, so I could see, I could see him like being able to pitch in a variety of different games, whether it be a starter or a relief or an opener. So I, I think that's some pretty good value there. And then just on the Dodgers side, I like Walker Bueller. Um, you touched about on him. He might, I, I mean, I don't, I thought if I'm the Dodgers, I might start him first. I get trying to, I get the Dodgers like looking at it in terms of maybe throwing Kershaw out number one. So there's a little bit less pressure than, Say if he started game two and they were already down one nothing, that may be a little bit more pressure on him. But same with Walker Buehler. I mean, he's been pitching lights out. Um, only four earned runs in the last nineteen innings. He also puts up a lot of strikeouts, which the Rays, I believe, the Rays led the the league mm-hmm. in strikeouts as a team this year. So he's got twenty nine strikeouts in the last nineteen innings. Um, he's got a career postseason in ten games. He got an ERA of two point one. Um, uh, I also kind of like what I talked about with Mookie. The Rays aren't too familiar with this guy. Um, only Manuel Margot and Hunter Renfro are the only two batters that have faced him in the whole lineup just because of their time with the Padres. So I think that's some good value there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I love that too. I actually well, I locked him in too. So I have Walker Bureau also um, as one of my picks to win MVP. Um, I mean, if any anybody's going to do it on that starting rotation for – for the Dodgers is him. The guy is, is an absolute beast. Guy's an absolute beast. Um, and Charlie Morton too. I don't know, dude. Um, that the whole the whole beam, they're the number. He's obviously the number three starter, and sure he is dominant. But I that's don't know the key. That's it, it's literally going to be innings. coming down to um, how you if know this series is as close as we're all, we're believing. He may have a chance to throw two games and maybe in a relief appearance, but that's what it's going to come down to is whether he gets the ball enough. Yeah, do you know what? this is also interesting too? Charlie Morton, this is probably is going. This is he's on a two-year, thirty million dollar deal with the the Rays. Um, he's the highest-paid player on the Rays, number one. Which is, I mean, the Rays obviously it's not surprising because the Rays, you know, they're so good at putting together teams for very little to no cost. Um, he's got a two-year, thirty million dollar deal. It's in the second year, and it's probably going to retire after this year. So you also kind of got to take that into perspective too. So he's probably going to retire at the end of this year. He's kind of just. You know, he's, he's going to give it his all. I'm not saying that the other guys won't give it his all, but, no, you know, it's like right. this is probably going to be his last series ever as a professional baseball player, you know? So, 
if he if he comes out in game three and he is absolutely dominant, and then he comes out in game seven. If that, I assume that's when he would pitch. If there's a game seven he, and he's absolutely dominant, he he very and well. And then could my last it. play, he very just, well could uh, do it's it. It's a sleeper pick. I'm not sure if I'm going to put a half a unit, uh, maybe even a quarter unit, just based off how good the odds are. Um, is Manuel Margot for the outfielder for the Tampa Bay Rays? So Ooh. just to look at this a little bit, other than rookie rent sensation, as you talked about, or Rosa Arena was the third best odds to win the World Series. Margot has been the Rays' best hitter in the playoffs. He actually has more RBIs with 11 than a Rosarena, and half of its 10 hits were home runs. So Margot has also made some incredible plays in the outfield as well. So he has a strong track record against the Dodgers because, like I said, he played with the Padres. Um, he has seven career home runs against them, uh, the most against any team that he's faced in his MLB career. So out of all the odds, at plus, I believe it's at plus 4,300 right now. I think that's like yeah, really, I got, really yeah, good I got value for a sleeper pick. Obviously, I, I, he's not the favorite. He shouldn't be anybody's. You're not shouldn't be throwing a bunch of units on that, but maybe a half unit, even a quarter unit. You're you're getting some strong value there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I didn't have him circled as my my long shot actually, but definitely definitely some good points. He's got a great glove. He, yeah, that's what you say. Has eleven RBIs in the postseason. I mean, good good player. Um, I don't know if I would take him. I'm not. I'm not taking him officially. He's not my play um, for my long shot. But he could be one of those guys. He could be one of those guys like yep. uh, Stephen Pierce. Yep. Is that is that who it was in one twenty eighteen? It could be like a Stephen Pierce or like a Hideki Matsui, just a, a sleeper that just ends up going off in the postseason. Exactly. Goes off in the World Series. You never know. So just throwing a couple bucks on him or a little, like half a unit or a quarter of a unit on it might as well. Like honestly, if if you think there's value, so. Um, so as, as I mentioned, I did, um, I, I'm also locking in, uh, Walker Bueller. Um, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Chant. Um, uh, because I think he is the best chance, best chance of any pitcher on the, by far the best chance of any pitcher on the Dodgers to win, um, MVP if, if a pitcher does win, because the guy has been absolutely dominant this postseason. He's got 19 innings pitched and four starts. He's given up only four and runs so that translates to a 1.89 ERA. Um, and he also, in his, in his, um, in his World Series career, he's only had one start in the World Series, and that was in 2018, and he was dominant uh, against the Red Sox. That's the only game that they won against the Red Sox. Um, he had one start, seven innings pitched, no earned runs, seven Ks. Didn't, he was on the team in 2017, but he was not on the roster. I don't know. If, I can't remember if he yeah, was hurt I mean, he or might if he just make the, maybe the just World Series roster. But I'm pretty sure he's only like 25 years old, so. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's super young. So, he, yeah, maybe he just got called up and he didn't make the roster, which is not abnormal. But in one start in the World Series, he's pitched very well. Um, no one runs. So, I, I would take Walker Bueller um, if I'm taking any pitcher. And I'm, go, I'm taking him um, to win MVP. So, I have him. And do you um, have any other gonna, futures that you're taking? I definitely Walker Bueller, MVPs? definitely Charlie Morton. Um, the other one that I'm looking at, uh, again, it's not official yet. I, I may do it if I – Maybe if the odds increase a little bit or something I see that jumps out to me more, but it's Justin Turner. Um, again, he's he's another player that hasn't played too great this postseason, but he's just another guy that's been there. Uh, he knows what to do in this big moment. He's he's a career 270 postseason hitter. Um, I re- I just remember watching him in the World Series against the Sox, and he was he was a killer for the for the for the Dodgers. He batted I think like 340 in that series, uh, and he's also had some pretty good numbers off Charlie Morton. So. Just as another, not a sleeper pick because he's he's not that horrible of value. I think he's at like plus twenty four or plus twenty five hundred, 
but he's he's another guy to sleep, keep an eye yeah, on. Yeah, I'm a plus twenty five. I'm pretty sure Justin Turner, if I'm not mistaken, he has the most hits in the postseason in Dodgers history. Me. Something like that. It's it's some hitting. It's yeah, yeah, because he's been around for a long time. He's been with the Dodgers for. I don't even know if he's been on his whole career, but he's been with the Dodgers exactly. for like all these postseason runs. So, I mean, I mean that's there's good value in that pick too. I'm not taking him, but plus twenty five hundred does definitely looks tempting for for Justin Turner. Again, not taking it, but um, okay. So, my last pick that's going to be big time sleeper. This is probably going to be a quarter, or maybe a half a unit play at the absolute most, and this is pretty far down the list. Don't judge me. But plus 6,500, I'm looking at Mike Zunino. He is the Rays catcher. So this guy, if you don't know, he's a a strikeout or home run guy. So he's not played that well in the postseason uh, batting average-wise. I'm pretty sure he's batting a little below 200. However, when this guy makes contact with the ball, oh, my goodness. The ball goes an absolute mile when this guy makes contact with the ball. So – if, as a long as my long shot, I'm taking Mike Zunino at plus 6,500 to win World Series MVP. So that again, that's this is like this is a total long shot. So not putting my life savings on it, just throwing like maybe half a unit at them, probably half a unit on it, just just to see if he, if this guy goes off. Yeah, he could win. You never know. And the Rays have gotten really really good um, production in this postseason out of their eight nine hitters more than any other team if i'm not mistaken in the postseason so their eight nine hitters have done very very well this postseason in terms of hits rbis um getting and getting on base so my mike zanino is, is eight or nine in the lineup every single every single um time he's in so i'm, I'm throwing up throwing like Don't a hate it. on him I mean, it's always happens. fun to just root for those guys too if you got a couple units on him or half a unit on whatever you have it yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, he, for if my opinion, if he was to win in, in the long shot that he wins, um, <laughs> I am high on this guy. I love this guy, but he, I don't think he needs to bat that high in terms of batting average. I think if he hits like high two hundreds, maybe like two sixty, two seventy, and he has a couple of big home runs and big hits, get some ribbies. Definitely, he could. He could very well win it. And this is gonna. This is gonna be a a pitcher's. In my opinion, this is this. World Series is going to be a pitcher's duels. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of offense um, in this World Series at all. I think it's go- mostly going to come down to the pitching. That, I mean, that's why I think the Rays are going to win at, at the end of the day. But it, I, I think that Zunino gets a couple big hits, big home runs, and ends up, I mean, maybe it's like a game-winning home run to, to win the World Series. Something well, crazy thing, like that yeah, happens sure, and he wins. When home runs, it sure, also be awesome. matters about the timing. When you hit it, how clutch they are. Like I, Steve Pierce primarily won it because he had a big homer in game three that propelled them to win. And then he kind of just crushed them in the in the last game seven. But it, timing is key as well. So, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so those are all the picks that I have um, for this series. So I'm not taking the Rays right now. I'm, I'm not taking the Rays uh, in game one yet. Um, but I, I will tweet at one of us wrote, or I guess I'll tweet up. We'll tweet out from the, uh, from our Twitter account, uh, the podcast Twitter account. If, if one of us take, if I take them, it, it'd be me who takes them game one, but, um, if, if I take them, but, um, so as for my picks, just, just to recap a little bit. Um, so I'm taking the Rays to win, to win the world series at plus plus one sixty five. 
Um, I'm also throwing um, a unit. I'm throwing a unit on Mookie Betts to win World Series MVP plus 900. Um, throwing a unit on Randy Rosarena to win at plus a thousands, and also the same thing. Uh, Walker Bueller, and finally, I'm going to throw half a unit on Mike Zanino at plus 6,500 to win um, to win MV- World Series MVP. So those are my picks. That's what one, two, three, four. I have five total um, on Love this it. podcast. I, I, I'm I had Mookie. So what sure. did you have? You had Charlie Bud. Morton, Walker Bueller. Um, I think I might as well just throw even maybe a quarter unit on Mar- Manuel Margot at plus forty three hundred, and then I'm I'm debating whether I put anything on Justin Turner. But definitely Mookie, definitely Charlie Morton, definitely Walker Bueller, and definitely Manuel Margot. All right. Sweet. So what I'm looking forward to uh, just to recap a little bit in this in this World Series, um, it's it's a pitching. So I, I cannot wait to see what um, some of these not even just the big name starters like Walker Bueller, or Clint Kershaw, or Glasnow or Snell, Morton, etc. Do um, starting. I really am curious. I'm really excited to see how these bullpens perform. So there's a couple guys. Um, I'm I'm just I cannot wait to watch pitch. So on the Dodgers, for example, my favorite reliever on the Dodgers by and far. Is this guy? You some of you heard the name, but it's yeah, Bruce so Dars, he was Rattler. supposedly coming you know to the guy? Red Sox in the Mookie the trade, and then things kind of hit the fan, and he ended up going to the Dodgers. Dude, that guy, that guy is unbelievable. Like he throws. I've never seen just somebody. Throw, he has throw no legs. It's just so his arms. This guy throws a hundred, hundred one. It's just his arm. He just looks like he's just lobbing it over. It looks like he's throwing like a wiffle ball over the plate in like batting practice, and it goes 100 miles an hour with movement. I, I, I just, I've never seen anything like it. So when this guy steps on the rubber, I, it's all eyes, all eyes on the TV. I, as soon as this guy, as soon as this guy comes into the game, it's, it's unbelievable what this guy can do. Um, and the last, the last reliever I, I'm looking forward to seeing is, is one of the best relievers in the game, actually, is Nick Anderson on Tampa Bay. So if I'm not mistaken – the Rays got this guy in a trade. Yeah, he got they got him in a trade from I believe from the Marlins last year, um, in 2019. And the Marlins basically got nothing in return. They got like peanuts in return. And Nick Anderson is, is one of the best relievers in the major leagues. The guy is absolutely unbelievable. So I hope you, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm so excited for this series. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think this is the best matchup that the MLB could have gotten. I think both of these teams are the best teams. They were the best teams all year and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, again, like we were saying, it could have been um, could have been Dodgers' revenge tour in the Astros, but I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I'm 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 like kind of happy it's not. You know, yeah. like you get to see and a better. This could game be the Rays' first World Series the Rays, ever. The better team for sure. Could be their first World Series win ever. They've only appeared once, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. That was what ten years ago, something like that. 19 years ago, back when Evelyn Gloria was on the they team. They have MLB's fifth best record since 2008. So they've been the best, the fifth best team in all of baseball for 12 years now. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they play in Tampa Bay, so nobody, nobody knows. Hey, Tom Brady nobody goes knows. there. And all Tampa sudden, Bay, big sports city. You got the – you got <laughs> The Lightning finally break through and win the Stanley Cup, and then the Bucks are all of a sudden on the map. Now the Tampa Bay Rays are in the World need, Series. You just need some, I mean, just need title some town, winning culture. Title Town two point <laughs> You need you need the but New England winning culture. Should be a good series. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. 
But all right, I think that's all we got for for this this episode. I think that's it. Any, anything else you want to chime in on? Or all right, I think we're good. All right, guys. Well, that's that's it. Looking forward to a great series between the Rays and the Dodgers. See ya. And that's pretty much it, guys.